0: Hello and welcome to the Bucks Banter Podcast. I am your host, as always, Colin Hallboom, and I am joined by both of my esteemed colleagues and co-hosts. We got Bo Yard, at Bono's Ball on Twitter, and Scott Capron, at Captain Ron on Twitter. What's going on, fellas? How we doing? Episode 16 of the Bucks Banter Podcast.
1: Really good, man. We're coming of age. I
2: like this. Check us out.
1: 16. Not
0: bad. That's right. Um, so, uh, for our for our listeners, whether new or uh, consistent listeners, uh, please make sure you check us out on YouTube. Uh, search Bucks Banter. Subscriptions, likes, certainly help us a great deal. Um, our Twitter handles are up here, uh, as as mentioned for Bodan and Scott. Make sure you follow us at Bucks Banter on Twitter. Um, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. And uh, yeah, that's about all the housekeeping I want to even bother with. Um, I don't want to touch too much on what's going on around the league. We're going to be on our uh, Bucks Report live show Monday night where we'll catch up on a lot of that stuff. Uh, what we are doing, our, our objective for this evening's podcast is to continue on with our division previews. Um, we are going to be focusing on the NFC East today, so uh, we're going to talk about That exciting division, uh, at least according to uh, primetime NFL schedulers.
1: Yes. Yeah, no kidding. And and also worth mentioning, for the first time, there's a football game going on right now, which is pretty good. haven't been able to say that since the Bucs won the Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah, Steelers, Cowboys, I mean, I'm not looking. I'm not paying attention, but it's out there, and I appreciate that, you know?
0: Yeah, all I can tell you is it's not pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> uh, as I have it on here, three nothing Cowboys with uh, four minutes and change left in the first half. No um, Ben,
1: no Dak is a little bit of a yeah. lackluster
2: start. A classic matchup between the Steelers and the Cowboys, headlined by Mason Rudolph and Garrett Gilbert. So, uh,
1: yeah, it's not sure. exactly
2: it's not primetime football. It's not exactly you. You'll get used to this if you're an NFC East fan.
1: <laughs> you know, Terry Bradshaw has Pony grand on this game somewhere. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah and it's, it's probably on the Cowboys. on dallas
1: <laughs> yeah yeah he's be- he's probably betting his jacket on it
0: <laughs> uh, oh
1: my god but he was great in failure to launch so give him that
0: <laughs> is he um, actually is he actually in that movie scott yeah, i don't know he's nice. the
1: dad he's matthew mcconaughey's dad which honestly i could see yeah i get it i get the report totally
0: Nice casting job. Uh, whoever was responsible for that cast, if only they were they were involved in the Philadelphia Eagles player personnel department. That is the team we're going to kick off our conversation with. We're going to break down the Eagles. So last year, they're coming off a 4-11 season. Very disappointing. A uh, bit of a changing of the tide over in Philadelphia. Just a few years removed from their um, impressive Super Bowl victory without Carson Wentz. Um, whether that is a coincidence or not, I don't believe it is. Uh, no. BDN. 4,
2: four 11 and 1, by the way. They got a two. Yeah, I know. Two.
0: Shit. Sorry. I always do that. It's all good.
1: But you yeah. know what, though? In your defense, it wasn't a 16 game schedule for very long. Only like 40 years. So, yeah. I, I, yeah so, like, no worries.
0: Yeah. You t- 4, four and 11 doesn't equal 16?
1: No, not anymore. No, apparently. <laughs> all um, right. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I mean, not much to talk about like the overwhelming like all I think about when I see these teams because I'm thinking of them and how they're currently constructed is how frustrating it is having to watch so many of their games last season. Yeah. Uh, and and I'm just curious like especially. is it even a question though? Like part of me is like, okay, well maybe the the, the NFL will adapt. I haven't like actually analyzed the primetime schedule outside of Bucks games and the big games we're looking forward to like how many of these NFC East teams are going to be playing. You got to think it's going to be just the same old they're going to be on all the time
1: but yeah yeah and sorry but but just think about it. like the four markets as big it's probably the across the board best tv market division there is right like
0: oh oh yeah that's all they care about when they're yeah exactly so
1: and you know combine that with history you know between all four teams i get it i get the the appeal but oh my god like just seems like these four teams are thrust into it a lot and there's all there's some interesting stuff and i will say great rivalries you know like whether or not it's great football all the time but genuine hatred between all four teams and i and i obviously there's some you know uh probably everybody hates dallas the most between the other three teams but like there's not a huge drop off between the Dallas Washington rivalry to the Philly Giants or Giants Washington to Philly Dallas. So it, you know it's pretty pretty even across the board. So I will I will give this division that entertaining always in that kind of facet of the of the season, but football wise, you know, I think we could all agree kind of leaving something to be desired.
0: Yeah, you're right. You're right. They are it does truly feel like there's an equal rivalry existing between all these franchises, um, which is a kind of a unique feature of it. I really mean, cool, they all, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They,
2: they always find themselves in must-wins, right? Like, And I, I get it. That's the way the NFL schedule works. You end up playing yeah. your division at the end of the year a lot of the times. But almost always, when you flip on and whatever it is, December, um, it's these four teams playing each other in a must-win, and yeah. it's in a prime-time slot, and it's... It's just like you can bank on it, right? Well, it's,
1: it's somebody trying desperately to get to 500 to win the, exactly. to win the division, right? It's like, oh, which one's going to do it? So, yeah, yeah, it's unreal, actually.
0: Yeah, and the only, like, solace I can take in, ha- like, a so- because I hate the Eagles, I hate the Cowboys, but the only cool thing about it is each of those fan bases hate the opposing team even more than I do. So, like, yeah. you know, that's yeah. – I take pride in watching them hate each other is ultimately what I'm getting at.
2: Yeah. Also, one one of the Eagles' primetime game is, uh, I think their first one is against the Bucks, in week six. So, at least yeah. you get you get a primetime Bucks game, but you also get you get the Eagles. So, it'll be a trouncing, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Um, Jalen Hurts has been given the reins, obviously for now. Anyway, there's lots of discussion going on. A report came out, I think it was yesterday or earlier today. I can't remember. It's uh, my summer vacation, but. Uh, that that the Eagles are actively in pursuit of acquiring Deshaun Watson potentially Uh, I then read a report not long before we came on the air because I think we were kind of gearing up to like really discuss uh that potential acquisition by the Eagles what it might consist of but sounds like uh might be time to to pump the brakes on that a little bit I think there that that was potentially misreported from what I read so um We don't want to waste too much time speculating on what could be because very easily Deshaun Watson could not be traded at all. He could not be playing football this year. So um, just figured it was worth mentioning at at the very least. So as it stands, Jalen Hurts will be their signal caller uh, playing for new first-year head coach Nick Sirianni. Um, They drafted Devontae Smith, Heisman Trophy winner out of Alabama, who is currently on the shelf week-to-week with a knee sprain uh which would be bad news if if that turns out to be anything significant even him missing valuable reps in training camp is yeah. not not great he doesn't have the the sturdiest of injury histories and if you look yeah. at him i mean um and they he, and they've, he,
1: they've, they've they've lacked pop at at the receiver spot for in the last two or three years since they won the super bowl right like they just yeah. you know they just don't have the guys and uh yeah, you know, I mean, you take the Heisman Trophy winner, first round pick. Obviously, everyone loves Smith, but too bad. Hopefully, this doesn't. I really hope it doesn't derail his season. I'd love to see him yeah. with a help, health, him healthy, and with a health, healthy Hurts. I mean, we're we're obviously going to speak more about Hertz. Um, but if can I just take a sec? I, I just want to make a kind of a more uh, you know macro point. So two years ago. Nobody's disliking Carson Wentz in Philadelphia. Two years, not seven years ago, right? Like two years ago. Oh yeah, they draft Jalen Hurts because, you know, they they just like the value, depth at the position, blah blah blah, etc. I don't think they drafted Jalen Hurts thinking we're not gonna get anything more out of Wentz, but it's just how fleeting this the the NFL is. Like this is such a perfect example of what have you done for me lately? Are you healthy? And there's someone else that can do it, and it's just like, oh, we have our quarterback for the next 12 years. It's like, yeah, well, not if something happens. Then no, you don't. And now they have a guy that they drafted essentially as kind of a gadget quarterback. Not to take anything away from Hurts, I like Hurts, and I definitely liked what I saw from Philadelphia last year once they inserted him. But it, it just shows you like how cyclical, how cyclical it is, and how we don't need to make these grandiose statements about, oh, Philly can file away the quarterback position for until 2030. Like, it's just not how it goes anymore. And I, I just think this this example uh, is so perfect for that. I don't know. If has, a, no. a lot of those opinions on Carson
2: Wentz at the time, I, and it's this is one where I think where a lot of us are going to agree, like, I didn't see it. Like even when he was in there, I think a lot of us were watching those guys just being like, "He's he's good, I guess." Felt and lucky. then he has horrible. Yeah, feels super lucky, and he has these horrible moments. And I think it it also speaks to Doug Peterson and his evaluation of the yeah. of the position as well too. Very reluctant to bring Jalen Hurts in, even when he had to, um, and just like Doug Peterson, I guess going back to it like. Just getting rid of him is is probably a win in the eyes of the Eagles fans. Um,
1: but but Bo, imagine that two years ago.
2: Exactly, exactly. And right? like, he was he was one of those guys that like was supposed to be one of those next offensive geniuses when they won the that lawn. Super Bowl like the uh, the rpos and just changing the way football's played and how quickly we've gone away from that even though rpos still have a place in this, in this league but um he's not the savant that we thought he was and yeah and, like, just,
1: and, and just the whole winning the super bowl with the backup narrative totally. you know what i mean like oh, oh well then you suck for a, and then like you're not Yeah, okay like, oh, okay but i not. want I
0: to play the devil's advocate though like that's not just a narrative that fucking happened. Like that's yeah. an incredible accomplishment in the oh, NFL, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah well it's yeah. good. But it was it
2: was great. And and he, he, I mean, he, he they won him. that Super Bowl. They didn't lose that they they the other team didn't lose that Super Bowl. They won that Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah,
1: yeah. But for sure. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. mean to I, I don't that run was awesome. Foles doing it was awesome. And they were the better team in that game and, and they deserved to win. No no shade there. I just mean like and, and now he's done. And now he's done there. And that's yeah. all like, Sia, I don't know. Two years,
2: two years. You go from being one of those like next level offenses and 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 putting it together. It didn't even seem like it mattered who was on the field for him. Yeah. And now they're like last year, their offense ranked twenty eighth by DVOA. Yeah. Like you're a bottom five offense from a guy that's like basically in the league for his offense, right? Yeah. So yeah like getting rid of him, the, the change in administration on the at the front end of that team is one of the things that are like I think Eagles fans I'm, I'm guessing that they're not the most patient bunch ever, but no um, guessing? they're probably pretty yeah, exactly. they're probably pretty happy to have this change and a complete change in the regime right
1: it's, and I, I'm making this point as more of like a you know a wider look at the league and just how it works, but what that mean great. Sorry, Scott,
0: I, think, I just want to say I think it was a great example, and I think it was, you're totally bang on, man. I couldn't yeah. agree more. It's a, it totally represents uh, how it is in the NFL.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, it's just – it's uh, – they're – because, you know, great history, obviously great recent history, you know, Super Bowl champ and, and all this, but just um, like what a fall from grace. They were unwatchable last year, unwatchable. Yeah. I, I mean – I'd have to go through the game logs, but I I, I think four eleven and one was generous, pretty generous. Like yeah. you know, they weren't they weren't they shouldn't have been one and fourteen and one or anything like that. But like they were bad, and you know, maybe so. Sorry, four eleven and one is bad. So yeah, maybe that's actually you know that's that's fair based on how they played. But like they sucked. I know we said we we just said we didn't see it from Wentz, um, but I didn't. I also fully admit. I didn't see him being that bad either. Like, cause he was, he was bad last year, like very bad. And I mean, I, I would love to have a discussion about, um, what you guys think about injury history and if people are soft or if they're injury prone, because we, you know, he just, uh, hurt himself. He's up for five to 12 weeks right now with the Colts. So uh, separate, separate, obviously, you know, in relation to our AFC self preview, but it's just, um, yeah, I, how do, they're an interesting case, and I'm almost—I'm more interested in with Philly as to how we got here, almost as to like what's going to happen going up, going forward. You know, just because it's been such a whirlwind the last few seasons. That's all.
0: Yeah, I mean. Um- Man, also like not even picking in the top ten when you go four eleven and one, like what a kick in the nuts to the fans of Philadelphia that is. We, too, we right? talked
2: about that. We talked about that on the when we were prepping for the draft. I don't even know oh, if it's what's going on they... on here. But go ahead. Go. I think that yeah, did they trade back? I'm not. I'm not positive. But still, that entire division was all picking all amongst themselves, and none of them were getting in in those blue chip picks like at yeah. the very top of the graph.
0: Talk Dallas and right? Dallas and Philly traded on draft night. Like they wild, yeah, picks.
2: wild, yeah. Like um, that. Like to think of a rivalry where you're able to do that—that's kind of crazy in the NFL. Uh,
0: and and yes, yeah, Scott, it's like the the Philly faithful too. It's just such a like interesting place to kind of yeah. look under that microscope because I'm sure a lot of these like Philly fan sites, message boards, are all like embracing Jalen Hurts at the moment and thinking he's going to be the real deal. But come week three, and they're zero two heading into that third game of the year what are they going to be saying then you know what I mean like I read today I read today I read today they're calling for Bryce Harper to be to retire for example in (laughs) Philadelphia
2: can you imagine Deshaun Watson going to that fan base like I I can't imagine what like what they're going to be saying about Deshaun Watson if they're lucky enough to have him they love
1: their teams man they love their teams they love their teams and hate their players yeah Yeah,
0: that's a good way to put it Yeah. Yeah. Sorry.
1: Quick, quick story. Uh, My wife and I were in London for a trip a couple two years ago, and they played Philly was playing the London game against Jacksonville. Somehow, we ended up at a Philly supporters bar. So it (laughs) only had Philadelphia stuff on the like on the walls. They had the they had the Eagles, Pat, Super Bowl on a loop they only play that on one of the (laughs) seasons that was it that was it it was only americans working there we had beers and wings and it was just like oh yeah so glad we came to england but you know (laughs) really getting the full experience hilarious and yeah yeah Yeah.
2: it was wild london has those bars they had they had like a canada bar when i was there i was there for like the olympics and it's just like they sell moose head for like eight pounds (laughs) a bottle like it's insane
0: they, yeah, they yeah. have pubs instead of convenience stores that, that we yeah. have here. <laughs> yeah. So, so they might as well embrace a theme. Uh, <laughs> sh- shout out Bucks UK, by the way. Great coverage <laughs> of the Bucks. Bucks UK, they're awesome. Those boys.
1: So, so this turned into a bit of an existential Eagles question. But wh- where are you guys, honestly, on Hertz? Call Bo. Where do you, where do you guys yeah. call with him?
0: I I am I am shocked at his effectiveness last year because i didn't think he had a shot in hell at being an effective starting quarterback in the nfl from watching all of his collegiate career like great college player i think he was in the uh, an awesome system and for an athletic quarterback he's pretty good at limiting True. mistakes True good but, yeah. but he's pretty much a really good running back who can throw well um and again i was impressed so i don't want to count him out like i kind of cheer for a guy like that to be me honest too. me
1: too um,
0: but I'm not buying it. I'm not buying stock yeah. in Jalen Hurts, and I'm definitely not buying stock in Jalen Hurts playing in this current roster that that Philadelphia has. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That franchise is a little bit in shambles currently. Some of their best players, especially on the defensive side, are, you know, Fletcher Cox. You got Kelsey, uh, not Travis Kelsey, uh, Jason yeah. Kelsey, this the center. Like, those guys are long in the tooth, to, to put yeah. it kindly. Still effective players, but – yeah. yeah, those are those, those, that's the heartbeat of their team, and those boys are on their way out. And I don't see the like the the youth, the star power, the youth movement really uh, creeping its way in before those guys leave. And it could get ugly for a couple years here.
2: Yeah, I think like so, kind of agree with everything you just said about Jalen Hurts. But yeah, I I was shocked when it was happening. I was shocked by how much I liked it because like I feel like we always talk about how good quarterback play makes. NFL football watchable and Jalen Hurts was he was still watchable he wasn't doing like a ama- mate like you'd look at a stat line at the end of the, of the game he'd be like oh well it was an okay game but he's interesting on every play that's for sure um but yeah to think about how they got there I think they probably whiffed on a bunch of these draft picks um probably getting a Super Bowl didn't help for their draft position for one but yeah go ahead go on
0: I've never been so outspoken about a draft pick as when they took Jalen Rieger over Justin over Jefferson Justin
2: Jefferson, yeah. Oh. On
0: Twitter. Like I was just like, I don't want to engage with with Philly fans on Twitter, but I did because it was it was just to me super surprising. And I'm like, okay, obviously I get it. Rieger's fast and like whatever. But like watching Justin Jefferson at LSU, he was incredibly dynamic, exactly what they needed. I was calling for yeah. it. Yeah. As a lot of people were. I'm not acting yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but still. When you but, miss, but when you make, that's a big mistake. That's
2: a huge mistake yeah. that can define you for like, you're probably not going to have, you don't get too many ch- uh, chances at getting a wide receiver like that. Yeah. And it changes it, your wide receiver room.
1: A hundred percent. And especially when it's known around the league that you guys haven't had anyone to throw the ball to. Right. Yeah. It, and then, and, 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 hey, yeah jefferson pops and if he doesn't then it doesn't look as bad but he did and it does look that bad that's really too bad um sorry hey uh 20 cool points if someone can tell me who the backup quarterback is as of now in philly
0: fuck i could go for some cool points
1: i know you <laughs> need them you're down eight million it's crazy i'm bad bro <laughs> well it's joe Flacco. so yeah i knew i Literally
2: was just looking at their depth there, chart and I was laughing at it. Yeah,
1: I actually take it back. There are no cool points ever associated with Joe, with Joe Flacco. So never mind. It's his. It's, it's I should have all.
0: just guessed. I should have just guessed someone better than the Jets backups.
1: Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's probably fair.
0: Um, so. so like their
2: roster as well, like they lose Wentz, obviously. Yeah. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, they cut last year. The, yeah. The start of this year. Um. Ryan Kerrigan they bring in from Washington, who it's probably done, I'm assuming. Like, as an edge guy? Like, I don't know. Um, Good, Great career.
1: In... Great career. Let's see what he great does. Great career. Yeah. Great yeah. career. But,
2: yeah, interesting. You go to the division rival. Maybe yeah. it sparks you. Maybe that gives you another two or three years just playing as hard as you possibly can, especially playing the, your former team twice a year. Uh, yeah. Anthony Harris comes in as a safety from the Vikings.
0: Oh, yeah, he's, he's, okay. pretty, good. he's, he's pretty good. He's pretty good.
2: They, they had a good start to the year. I feel like that secondary kind of regressed as the year went on. Um, they lost to Sean Jackson, uh, another wide receiver, with famed for being an eagle. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Like, you look at their roster. They got Marquise Goodwin, I guess. Or, no, they lost Marquise Goodwin. Sorry. They lost Marquise Goodwin to the Bears. Um he I mean, did obviously wasn't great last year. I just remember him as a jag, being kind of happy about him. But
1: I mean, they have they have some players on their line, like the yeah. I know Cox, like but Cox, Derek Barnett, Brandon Graham, Kerrigan yeah. maybe is more of a spot guy. like. They have guys who can who can get to the quarterback, but I, I mean, I don't know. I I mean, I get we're kind of burying the lead, but we're starting with the Eagles, meaning I don't think any of the three of us have them doing anything this season, right? Yeah.
0: No. And if Devont, Devontae Smith was like what I would have been most excited to watch tuning into an Eagles game this year, like I would have been pretty pumped to to click over and check out what he's doing because he's he's sure. such an incredible dynamic talent, but he's incredibly frail f- for an NFL yeah. receiver, right? Like, so that, that has to be mentioned. And also him and Jalen Rieger seem so similar to me as just like lean burners. Like, I have no issue with them taking uh, Devontae Smith there, but um, just one thought. And, and Darius Slay, who they brought over, I feel has been a bit of a disappointment, maybe because it's kind of like he's on his own back there, but that was a, a, a very well-documented acquisition, like coming over from Detroit and, and big play Slay at that time. I haven't heard much about Darius Slay. I mean, sometimes with cornerbacks, that's a good thing, but I'm not I'm not seeing his name pop up on these, you know, top 10, top 20 cornerback ranking lists and things yeah. like that. So. Um I'm curious. I'm not I'm not saying Darius Slay is playing bad cuz I'm not I'm trying my best to not watch any Philly snaps let alone <laughs> yeah getting stuck watching them but when you're on primetime I'm watching.
2: Hey besides DeVonta Smith um anything else you like in their draft like Landon Dickerson, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I love Landon Dickerson. Uh obviously that's the heir apparent uh to Jason Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Um, And Dickerson could play guard in the meantime if they need him to. Like that's a that's a fantastic pick, um, in the second round I believe. Um, And then I love that they drafted Kenneth Gainwell. I think in like the fifth round. I can't recall. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, Running back out of Memphis, like super productive, explosive player. Uh, Which speaking of that position for the Eagles, I personally find Miles Sanders to be a little bit overrated. I feel like he gets hyped up so much. I like him.
1: Like, like, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. He's you know, fine. He's fine.
0: Yeah, but, yeah. like, I'm yet to see him really be dynamic. He can certainly hold the fort down. But the way, like, I was really excited to watch him last year with all the hype. Like, I know he was Saquon's backup at Penn State, and so I didn't watch a ton of him in college. Um, But I was just kind of – and maybe that's even, like, par- partially through a fantasy lens, right? Like, yeah. when I'm talking about him being hyped up, he's like, a take him in the second, third round, and you're going to have a – a fantasy bell cow because he's a good receiver and he can tote the rock. Um, He didn't appear to be that much of a difference maker to me. So I think Kenneth Gainwell, though, fits a similar mold and could be equally as effective potentially as a fifth-round pick.
1: Well, that's about 25 minutes on the Eagles.
0: Yeah, time (laughs) time to fly home.
1: I love it. That was great. I love it. Uh,
0: All right. Good
2: luck, Eagles fans. We probably yeah. won't talk about you ever again. Yeah. Exactly. Hopefully,
0: hopefully, you're not listening because you won't yeah. be again if you just listen to that. Or our Twitter is just going to get lit up. Uh, shout out, shout out to my boy Fraser Rung, also known as Fingies, diehard Eagles fan. He was trying to defend the Jalen Rieger uh, pick to me, by the way, a couple of years ago. Uh, see you, Fraser. Yeah. Um, we'll see you at
2: the draft, Eagles fans.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My buddy Graham too. Just good luck. You know what I mean. Like try to enjoy your Sundays, maybe other ways. But just if you're listening, just good, just good luck. And I wish you a great fall season.
0: Yeah, maybe. I keep, hope I hope
1: you trade Ben Simmons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> maybe keep your high pick next year, Eagles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, the New York Giants, a team that uh, has, has been yes. quite a quite a yes. doormat, quite a doormat since the uh, since that their Super Bowl victory years um but also a team despite their 6 and 10 record last season i mean every team is in the hunt in this division right like there was no no team was was within two games of 500 um but you know someone had to make the playoffs and uh, washington did and then they lost to the bucks but in terms of the giants um you know really impressive especially from an analytics perspective like kind of flying under the radar that they've assembled a really effective defense especially towards the tail end of last season um and one that deserves to be talked about they got some really nice pieces there james bradbury in the secondary has been fantastic underrated linebacker blake martinez Uh, and then they got leonard williams up front i love the selection of aziz Ojolari. so and i know bo does too we've talked a ton about aziz i feel like i've said that name a hundred times um so their their defense is 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 good and could continue to be good. Everything with this team, in my opinion, like I know Bo, you love their receiving corps. I like it too, but and and Saquon Barkley is my favorite running back, as I've talked about at length before in my running back rankings episode. But they have Daniel Jones as quarterback, and you know this is it for him. This is his make or break season, and that's a lot. I don't know if he's the guy I want you know, to be my make or break player.
2: Everything's there for the Giants, honestly, like besides yeah. the quarterback. Um, I, I love their defense. I think their defense could be like, I won't be shocked if they're a top 10 defense. Um,
0: they were be better than that uh, second half of last year, I think.
2: Yeah, I think they were too. They were there. They're, they're Strong team, man. They were very, like, they know how to get to the quarterback. I feel like they've always known how to get to the quarterback. It doesn't matter who they have on that. They just seem to find guys. Um, Let's see what they
0: were. Back to the Uthu Manura, Jason Pierre-Paul days.
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Even the Michael Strahan days, right? Uh, Oh, yeah. 19th. 19th in in DVLA on defense. 26 on offense. Not – Obviously not great. They, I think they outperformed that nineteenth rank at the back end of the season. Obviously, um, but yeah, I, I, I think it always comes back to Daniel Jones. As as exciting as I am, I am to see Saquon come back, because he can just turn around and give it to Saquon a bunch of a bunch of downs, and they're going to have a good offense. They're going to have to throw the ball at some point.
0: They're not even talking about like Saquon being a sure thing to start the year as a starting running back too, coming off that knee. So that's really? that's trouble. So I, I don't know if they're just trying it's to play a coy. Yeah, worst thing. Yeah, I it's it's like, thing. Yeah, it it, like I want him to be fully healthy, right? Like he's one of my favorite football players to watch play. Like I, yeah, you know, Um so hopefully, hopefully he is, and hopefully they more just don't want to like.
1: Honestly, I'd like to see them pump him with every PED possible, like, he's a Soviet athlete in the 80s, and just see what Saquon can do. Like, like, what an absolute freak. We want him on the field. I want it. I mean, he seems like the absolute best dude as well. Like, just get healthy and play, and don't be in third and eight on every series. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. The, the, I think – you know, more like
0: a, more like a Soviet athlete in twenty sixteen. Okay, either <laughs> or
1: either or I don't think much has changed. Yeah, that's fair. Um I don't I gotta think this is the best crew of receivers um that Saquon and Jones have played. I mean, I know they're new to the league ish, but like I like Darius Slayton, I like Kenny Galladay, John Ross, I can't believe he's still on a team. But then mm. they have Sterling Shepard and Kadarius Toney. So yeah. like those are real guys to theoretically take some of the burden off of Saquon to just like to do something insane every time he touches the ball. I don't love Daniel Jones. I don't think he sucks. I think he hangs on to the ball too much and turns it over, um, like fumbles the ball like you just gotta hang on to the ball, man. So mm-hmm. I think there's something there. I'm not I'm never gonna be like Daniel Jones is a top eight guy or anything, but I, I do think he is competent enough my and and they they definitely were playing better at the end of last season they uh that week 17 game against dallas they dominated them when dallas needed to win to make the playoffs and like that was that was a great watch but i mean we got to talk about the coach right like things are not going well there like isn't that the first point that needs to be discussed with the team yeah the roster looks better than it has been even though i was i was about pre- to say yeah, go ahead go ahead bro. no i just like let's face it the, the giants have been like perpetually mediocre for the last however many years they were even mediocre when they won the super bowls right so yeah. um you know we're past Eli but we're on to Eli 2 with Jones basically but people are retiring from the freaking team in training cap in training camp and there are fights going on and it, Joe judge is all like talking about no nonsense it's like hey man you might have to deal with some nonsense in this job like I don't know if anyone told you but like it's it's you, you know you're not whipping 15 year olds into shape here like I I'm sure ever, anyone listening has heard about the Joe judge stuff and that uh he's he's making them run after these fights Two guys have retired. I I don't know. Like I'm sorry. I can talk honestly. This is the most interesting thing in the in the in the whole league for me because NFL coaching is so about like in your or football coaching in generals in your face, physical, getting the most out of these guys. But like, yeah, that's not really how you get the most out of a 24 year old anymore. It's just not right. Like. I don't know. Can I jump in on that? Absolutely. The one thing that I'll give Joe
2: Judge on this is that the fight that we're talking about that started all this, Daniel Jones is at the bottom of the pile. And you have to envision the way way their offseason went, not only in free agency, but also in the draft, getting Kenny Galladay, getting Kadarius Toney. He's pounding the table saying, Daniel Jones is fine. All we need is weapons. And if Daniel Jones gets injured in a fight that he probably didn't even start. He's just at the yeah. bottom of the pile in. I could see J- Joe Judge just losing his mind over that. Okay. It doesn't excuse the the 100-yard sprints and push-ups and just berating his team. Because you're right. I I don't think that's how you motivate guys. Um I don't even think that's how you discipline guys. No. But yeah, I, it's I can see where he was coming from on that one just because he's like he spent the entire offseason telling everyone how this is our guy. He's going to be fine. We need to invest. We have to invest to make him better.
1: And we almost injured him Yeah, in, like, a dumb play in training camp. I'll, I'll concede that. That's no problem. If you want to freak out because your starting quarterback is on the bottom of a pile in training camp and, you know, anything can happen, that's fine, obviously. Yeah. But, like, there's obviously a disconnect there. And – if if you're not if your team isn't good and you're listening to a guy that you don't respect and you don't really want to play for like we've all been on teams good luck man like good luck getting the most out of those guys and i'm sorry because i really want to like the giants uh roster and you know that they're trending upward that they started playing better at the end of last year and even giving daniel jones some credit but I find it hard to believe that they're going to be a cohesive unit. That's just going to go out there and and do it and and play for this guy, and you know go eleven and six and, and win a playoff spot. Like I just don't see it. Now they might be the benefactor of one of these four teams has to make the playoffs, and you know literally like that's what happens. So just like I, last year. Yeah, exactly. But just like. You know, you hear about these coaches, and I—I I don't. You, you ever hear Andy Reid saying anything like that, or yeah. you know, talk like you ever hear Bruce Arians saying anything like that, or or like I no, don't know, even, man. even
0: even Bill Belichick, you don't hear no. uh, about him uh, showing those kind of old school disciplinary tactics, despite no. despite his cold demeanor with the media, yeah, um, and not to mention it's, their their camps are kept so quiet because of how he yeah, operates, yeah. so. You're right.
2: All of the New York media is just sitting there, like,
1: for salivating sure. when that's happening, right? That's fair. And that's uh, – I just – you know, I think it's easier for these guys to not play for this guy than, like, buckle down and, you know, do it in spite of them. In my opinion. That's just that's just my opinion. But who knows? You're right so I, far. Like, two guys retired.
2: Two guys retired. I've never heard I mean, of a a fight, hap- a fight happening and that being the result.
1: Literally retired from the sport. But uh, that's a tough, that's a tough indictment. I would say I, I don't know. I, 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 can't get past that point. Even looking at the Giants' roster, I just can't get past that.
0: Maybe, maybe Joe Judge is just feeling confident, um, knowing that his offensive coordinator is going to really harness the team in Jason Garrett. And did you,
1: did you, did got no? Don't call him that. He wants the media to call him coach.
0: Oh, coach, right?
1: Hey, psycho. Coach are you coach. kidding? You've oh my god, you've done absolutely nothing. They so one of the one of the reporters, I guess, today had, uh, said, Nice to see you in person today, Jason. Like nice to see you in person, Jason. He said, We don't do that here. Call me coach. Or something like he was in Hoosiers or another nineteen eighties movie that you know might make sense to him. Like, oh, I'm sorry sorry, but like if those are the guys running your team and running your offense Obviously, this is a bit of a leap that you can't be a good offensive coordinator because you're making the media call you coach. But come on, man. Like, really? Uh, I don't know.
0: Uh, did you know that uh, Coach Prime, uh, I think it's Jacksonville State, where Deion Sanders is a head coach? Yeah, he did, the State, exact same yeah. Thing again. he did the exact same thing. But then it's like, good for you, Prime. Good job, Dion. Like, oh, yeah. Coach, like.
1: <laughs> Deion Sanders versus Jason Garrett is a bit of a different thing. De- yeah. I would. Deion- oh, well, I would ben call him new- whatever he wanted.
0: Ben DiNucci's in at quarterback for the Cowboys, and I think he just uh... – oh, no, it was a hand. Ben oh, DiNucci guy. is in. That is the worst quarterback I've ever watched play an NFL game. Ben DiNucci, number seven for the <laughs> Dallas Cowboys last year. Worse sorry. than Peterman? Sorry to, sorry to cut you off there. Yeah.
1: No, uh, well, don't worry. I'm just going off on these idiots. Um, worse than Peterman? Because I feel like that's saying something.
0: Yeah, I mean the five-pick game got a little blown out of proportion. DiNucci, if he, could, if he had the arm strength, he'd have thrown 20 picks – <laughs> I, I had so I had, I had so much i had so many shares in cd lamb last year because i'm just like i love cd lamb and i just think his talent is fantastic so when Dak went down like i had him in every fantasy league i drafted cd lamb and so yeah. i was still following and i was probably probably because i was betting cd lamb overs as well um and watching Danucci try just infuriating
1: if he had the arm strength, he'd have had 20 picks. Is maybe might have to go on your tombstone. Oh, I'm not even that. That is so good.
0: Oh, it should go on his tombstone too.
1: Either or, they both work. Um, I mean, yeah, Jason Garrett sucks too. But yeah, so
0: I guess all things considered, um, I think they have plenty of talent in New York. They've assembled. Dude. Yep. It's funny because Dave Gettleman was known for being, like, the trenches guy and, like, always building from the trenches. And then he went ahead and drafted Saquon at two. Um, we don't need to get into that discussion. But so, yeah, but he's, uh, the, the funny thing is, like, we'll see what happens. Like, in addition to Daniel Jones, like, you know, their O-line needs to hold up and they're depending on some young guys and and some guys who who were drafted but without super high draft capital who have kind of – supplanted some higher draft capital guys, meaning later picks are the ones starting over the earlier picks, but yeah. Andrew Thomas had a really rough start to the year, number four selection yeah um, in the twenty nineteen draft first tackle off the board in an incredibly gifted tackle group uh, but, but he he started to come around
1: that's what I was going to ask you uh, hey i'm I'm certainly not in a uh, line play, Savon. I was going to ask you did he did he find his footing a little bit more towards the end of the year
0: yeah he did like he, apparently he really started to find his footing yeah which is good too like i'm cheering i like that whole group of linemen i was a little shocked he was the first one off the board um but regardless i hope he has a good career i'm just saying some of those guys are going to really need to uh perform on the upper end of what they're expected to in order for daniel jones to be upright because he is the key yeah. for this team and there's talent All there's ta- talent all around it's like a poor man's version of how i view the Broncos. Like it seems like a cop out saying it all depends on the quarterback position, but there's certain teams that I think are pretty well assembled, and I think we can be in agreement on that. Like yeah. we praised their defense, yeah. we praise their receiving core. They have the most athletic, dynamic uh, running back in the game. Yeah. Um, but so so this is kind of one of those cases, I think. So we'll see what happens. Like maybe Daniel Jones proves he's better than we know. I thought you you said it really well, Scott. When you're like, don't hate him, don't love him. Like like yeah. You know, I-
1: the, the other thing is that, the, you know, if you have good receivers and the defense is playing man, and if their backs are turned, then that gives, like, Jones can run. Like, he can yeah. really run. So it, it opens up another avenue for them just to have more threats on the outside because then you're worried about them. And now, I mean, I, the, the, the defense is picking their poison, obviously, uh, seeing if Jones can kind of pick them apart with his arm or if they're just going to see what he can do with his legs but i do like his versatility as long as he doesn't turn the ball over i i i like what they have on offense
0: yeah
2: bucks bucks fans are wa- are very aware that he can
0: run thank oh, you yeah. man thank Never you for not him? thank you for not forcing me to say that so <laughs> i'm gonna take this drive of ours to an abrupt halt like a bendinucci interception and uh move Did he on just to the throw next- one no, no. I'm oh, just okay. trying to segue to get away from what you just brought up and get away from the Giants and move move along. Um, unless you have one more thing you want to hit on, Bo. Your lips doing that cute little quiver when you got something you want to say. Uh,
2: no, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is that I like that you're looking at my lips that much. Um, do, I won't yeah, be surprised if the if the Giants win this, and if the Giants are a good team this year, they, we're gonna be like, oh, it was all there. It's all staring in front of us. So
0: yeah, I don't a, know. if the know. if Daniel Jones. Yeah is good
1: exactly well yeah or if they don't kill the coach at halftime of, of week three that's another issue
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah you can't kill him if you've died from dehydration <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty like I will, if daniel
2: jones is a good quarterback and joe judge is a good coach this team is going to be really good like extreme like they they have the chance to be very very good
1: i agree
0: yeah I think the complement of skill position players is beautiful. Like just the yeah. style of play, Galladay is who they brought over. Like he's gonna go and get you a ball down the field, and then you got like this shifty little I love June, June bug in Kadarius Tony. Who, who he's like, one of our
2: favorite favorite. Yeah. Like we won't be surprised if he's the best wide receiver in this class, uh, besides uh, our guy, right? But
0: he, it, he could be for sure. He's he could skilled. easily be one of the top two.
1: Is a June bug more shifty than a jitter bug, or is it? Is yeah,
0: it- <laughs> I feel like when I feel like jitter. You probably that was probably like planted in my head from you like months ago saying jitter bug once, and it like stuck with me. So yeah, jitter bugs probably more what I was going for.
1: Well, I whispered it yeah. to you before you went to bed, but yeah. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: So, I like where this podcast is going. Yeah, me too.
0: Yeah, let's let's talk
1: about. I we once we. I think we can agree that the Giants have a very big discrepancy between their ceiling and floor. Because we like their talent, but they have high off-the-rails potential as well, right? Is that fair?
0: Yeah.
2: I think this is, like, honestly, I think this is a team that's, like, could extremely outperform this division or just be another team in this division. Like, I'm glad we're not just picking, we're not, like, guessing records right now because the most likely case is that everyone in this division is going to have the same record or yep. around it. Um, eight and nine, all under yeah.
1: 500, yeah. Or, like, seven and – yeah, they're going to be around yeah. seven
2: and 12, and everyone's just like, oh, yeah. weird. And then there's one team that's four, and there's one team that's eight. Like, yeah. There's going to be something like that, but yeah. I don't know.
0: And, like – Speaking of like guessing records, like we've already been guessing backup quarterbacks. Like this is a team that I think should have a really good backup quarterback. I'm just looking it up now. I didn't know. I'm not going to make you guys guess. I'm seeing. I'm seeing. Oh, Glennon's there. Yeah. Oh, right. It's right here. Yeah,
1: Glennon's there.
0: Uh, so that's not bad actually. I I I like him as a backup to be honest. Mike Glennon's the definition of a backup, like a solid backup. Yeah. Um,
1: that's it. That's actually in his wife's Twitter bio.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they 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 should bring over like Nick Foles or something. Like if they have security at that position, I don't know. Yeah.
2: They should have just would and got Fitzpatrick. I guess Fitzpatrick had the starter,
0: yeah, offer in start. Washington.
2: But like if yeah. they had Fitzpatrick, I would I'd be way higher on this team as a back. Fitzpatrick but, as a backup.
0: But like Foles is still in in Chicago, right? So they got they got Fields, they, Foles, and Dalton, who they brought in to be the guy until Fields is ready. So like, yeah, you know I, if you. All right, let's Let's talk. That's a tough
2: contract. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Yeah, let's talk about the big D, Ben DiNucci, and the (laughs) Dallas Cowboys. Six and ten last year. That could have went a few ways. Yeah, I know it could have, Scott. Thanks for pointing that out. (laughs) No, Um,
1: you could have been talking about Andy Dalton last year.
0: Right, true. Uh, But, yeah, the Dak injury last year was awful to see. I'm, like, kind of surprised with how awful it looked. That he's like, you know, back playing already. is going to be good to go. I guess it was early in the year enough, but it looked really bad, scary, like career ender potentially. Yeah. With with you know at that all of his contract um, disparity between what he wanted, Jerry Jones wanted, and not having that settled. But it's good that he's you know he's got the bag now, and he's got yeah. got the ankle or tibia all back together. Uh, shoulder shoulder causing him some issues though, um, which makes sense to me he's been so long probably without properly like throwing a football um so you know they got plenty of talent on the offensive side of the ball as we all know you know Dak Zeke Elliott needs to have a big bounce back here or else he's gonna get uh, really written off and that's really gonna look bad on Jerry Jones and his wallet um I already mentioned how much I love CeeDee Lamb they got Amari Cooper Michael Gallup they got one of the top receiving groups in the league not much to write home about at tight end um but defense like especially in the secondary is a major issue for this team and it has been plaguing them for years. I think they were so gung ho about landing one of those two corners in this draft, Patrick Sertan or J.C. Horn, um, but those players were in too high demand and they didn't get to do it. So they they went with Micah Parsons. So that's their like third major investment in a linebacker in the last five years. Um, they did not extend Leighton Vander Esch. So he's on it, he's on he's gonna be a free agent after this year. They're running him, Jalen Smith, and Micah Parsons out there. So I mean, similar to running back, how so many people feel about running back on offense, like linebacker is not the position you generally invest like so much in, and that's what they've done here. Meanwhile, their secondary has suffered as a result. Um sorry that this is long winded. It's just kinda they have Trevon Diggs back there oh. and like Demarcus Lawrence on, you know, in the front four.
1: It's not long winded. They- their secondary has yeah. been picked apart for years.
0: Yeah, like it's just it's it's just such a glaring need they haven't been able to address. I feel like they're too busy like shelling out money for their for their big name guys like Zeke and like obviously you got to secure the quarterback. Dak's proven to be a lot better than I thought he was going to be in the NFL, and I understand that. I mean, but a uh, lot of question marks on the back end. I just can't see that defense keeping up. Um, that offense is going to have to outscore people, man. That's what it comes down to for them. You're yeah. playing against two tough defenses in the division in Washington and New York. Um, that,
2: that breakout year for Zeke, wasn't their offensive line supposed to be awesome? Like basically yeah, but, for his entire career but, or like at least for the next like five years? As good as it gets. It,
0: it was like just, the best offensive line I've ever seen. Uh, and, and then it just evaporated, it. right? Yeah, I mean, like Teron Smith is still there. Like, if I pull out up the depth, they still... Oh, they got uh, yeah they, Zach who retired. Zach, not Zach Martin. Zach Martin. No, they still,
2: still have there. these guys. They still have these same guys. And I, I know injuries uh, play a part in all this too, but they're also they've been worse as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So they still got Teron Smith. Teron Smith's been around for a long time though. But yeah, he's an he's such a cool player, man. Teron Smith. He's got on. it. Lael Collins, who 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 was like he I ended up. You. I think he went. Yeah, Lyle Collins, however you say Did You know
1: it. the supplemental draft?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, he was an LSU guy and he had all those yeah. the legal issues, yeah. the gun issues, whatever. But he's turned out to be like an elite right tackle, borderline elite anyway. We'll have to check in with our boy, Brandon Thorne. Um, but you're right, Bo. Like on paper, they got some really nice names still. So there's no reason for their O line to not at, at the bare minimum be serviceable. So it's
1: because Zeke isn't that good.
0: Yeah, it's got to be. That's
1: what that's what it is. He's fought, he, he's, he's not that good anymore. Like let, let's face it. It doesn't. It happens quickly for some of these for some of these running backs. And it he can be great. He can be absolutely. He can do a little bit of everything. He can get you a tough first down, and he can juke and take you to that. But, we did not see that last year. And, oh, God, I wish I had the stat. There's some crazy stat from last season about, like, over 10-yard runs, and he only had, like, a handful or something like that. I, 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 I shouldn't have brought yeah, it up I know that he only – like
2: because when we were doing the running back stuff, he only had four explosive plays last yeah, year. I, I don't know about over 10.
1: Yeah. Over 20, probably only over four. 20, probably no, over 20. the
0: last two years, he had, like, eight total and none yeah. over 40 is yeah. what it was. So, like – what I deemed explosive plays was twenty or more. But that was just yeah. I, I wish I had yeah. those notes in front of me because we talked about it ad nauseum. But his lack of explosion, Scott, what you're alluding to yeah. was was like borderline uncomprehensible, let alone for an elite back earning that kind of money. Yeah. He was also yeah. fumbling the ball last year. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. The only thing I'll say is when um when you have no passing attack, which once Dak went down, like it was just a disaster despite yeah, their talented stacked. receivers. Yeah, like then it becomes tough. But he's cert- like, I mean, we we've, we've seen it with Saquon when he was a rookie. They were stacking yeah. the box against him as hard as you you would against anyone, and he was yeah, putting up two thousand all-purpose yards as a rookie. I'll
1: be I'll be completely honest. I can't fucking stand Zeke. I don't like <laughs> anything about him. I'm glad that he started to suck. I know. Like I can't. When you stand... started when you started
2: that rant, your Michigan shirt started glowing.
1: Oh yeah, no, I know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> they really is, did.
1: Sucker, <laughs> uh, weird. Um, I can't stand him, but like. Totally recognize how talented he has shown to be, um, has shown he can be. And, like, obviously, taking with the fourth overall pick, ridiculous. Would never have done it. All this money that he's getting paid, ridiculous. Would never have done it. But he's still at his best. Uh, you know, he's a top six to eight running back, I would say. But he hasn't shown it. And he also has shown, a, like, a propensity for – showing up out of shape or only doing the minimum and let's face it he's made all the money right like i don't know does he does he have a huge desire to to be great it doesn't seem like he does and that's not even a knock i don't i don't care like do whatever you want to do like whatever man but it, it just seems like it's fallen off a cliff for him and who knows maybe he comes back and has 1,650 yards and, like, leads the league and rushing. I don't see that happening. But he was bad last year. He there, the, he was bad. Yeah. Are you
0: suggesting in hindsight that in 20, 2016 Jerry Jones should have maybe considered selecting Jalen Ramsey at four instead of Ezekiel Elliott? I mean, what?
1: you know, it's hard to find a running back to come in. Oh, wait, nope. It's, like, the easiest thing in sports to do is to find a running back and come in. Who is it? Tony Pollard that came in for them after and yeah. uh, yeah. didn't miss a beat. Oh, yeah, shocker. Yeah. Or they could, have, they could
0: have they could have, oh. have waited till the second round that year and and selected uh, Derrick Henry forty fifth overall or yeah, earlier.
1: Exactly, exactly. Henry's just straight up better. And oh, that's a terrifying thought. Actually, it's not like it's not like Ramsey would have fulfilled a need. You know <laughs> what I mean? It, it's oh. yeah. First, sorry, we're this is more zeke focused than dallas but like dallas is all flash always have been they just want the names they want the like all that stuff and like not to sound get off my get off my lawn guy because i get it they're america's team and you're trying to sell everything and, and you know zeke did that the first few years but brutal contract he's not that good and or not as good as he could be i don't think and I don't know. I, like, it's it's so much more Dak's team than Zeke's team. I know that's not exactly a hot take, but it's was, not even it's not even a debate. And
0: he was a fourth rounder that same draft, so you got to yeah. give them some credit at least. They got, oh. I, you got me diving down this wormhole. Justin Simmons' Sim safety for the Broncos was a third rounder. Yeah.
1: Oh, all the credit in the world for picking Dak. Like, yeah. that needs, you know, as much shade as uh, can be thrown for picking a running back fourth. Um the the Dak find was awesome and you know he basically forced romo into retirement right yeah. so
0: yeah we i mean that's that's happened before in Dallas hasn't it forcing the previous quarterback yeah. into retirement um does anyone else have anything they'd like to hit on in terms of the Dallas Cowboys their outlook for this season before we move along
1: yeah i want to talk about zeke some more no i'm just kidding. <laughs> um
2: even th- even though like, I feel the same way I feel about the Eagles. We'll probably be talking about you again, Dallas fans. So I think enjoy good. it. Especially I think week, good. week one. Week one, we got the Bucks, right? The the Bucks have the Cowboys. So sure do. And we'll I hope find Dax, out right away.
0: I hope Dak's playing that game, man. Like, I hope he's I hope he's okay. Like, I don't want to see him deal with any more shit. And I want to see him get, get CD the ball.
1: Yeah. Brady's going to tear apart Dallas. Oh,
0: their secondary's fucked that yeah. game. Like, I, I, I don't know what the line is. But I don't I don't like Benton spreads anyway, personally. Too few.
1: Too few. That's what the line is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or 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 Brady's passing yardage.
1: Yeah. Well fuck. But so I mean we should, we should hit on, you know, a couple other spots with Dallas. We all love CeeDee Lamb, right? Yeah. Yep. Potential kind of dark horse leading the league in yards guy. is that possible? Do you think
0: I, I don't think there's enough touches for that with, with who he's playing alongside. Like, exactly. they're paying, you know what I mean? There's just between, you know, and Amari. Got to keep, Benamari, keep yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they got to keep Z- uh, Zeke happy, so they're going to be pounding the rock a lot. But I think, like, C D himself, Lamb has that talent, undoubtedly. Yeah,
1: yeah that was probably ambitious, the yards thing, but maybe just becoming the, the number one guy, I, I, no, no, no offense to Cooper. I I, think,
0: he, I think that powerful. will happen. I think that yeah. will happen. Yeah, and he's going to be just such a red zone freak. Like, also, he was the third receiver taking that draft, which made like little sense to me because, like, you know, Rugs and then Judy, like, the, that's a great little trio of receivers. But CD Lamb, to me, it was pretty clear, was had the best opportunity to, for his skills to translate to the next level. When you talk about winning jump balls, you talk about incredible yards after catch, gifts, catch radius. You know, that's that's the difference
2: between going to Alabama and going to Oklahoma.
1: Mm.
2: That's the only only way I can, like, reason why he wasn't the number one guy.
0: He's just the one guy out of those three receivers that has a bit of everything. Like, Ruggs is kind of a specialist burner. Judy's more of a specialist, like, I'll get wide open because I'm going to run the sexiest route ever with my my feet, my tap dancer feet. Yeah. Lamb can do a bit of all of that. Yeah. Anyway, um, we all go on tangents in awkward directions at times. I think uh, speaking of awkward tangents, then maybe we could talk about the Washington football team and how they're, this dumbass team can't show enough respect for Ron Rivera, who everyone in the world respects, and get their goddamn vaccination. So that guy, a, a, a com- totally immune-compromised, uh, cancer, someone who suffered from cancer and has recovered from cancer… Goodbye, just the the idea to put him in any more risk than he needs to be at and yeah. for him to be, for him to be so like upset and appalled by it that he's willing to openly say that just like come on come on yeah. i don't and, know i didn't even plan to talk about that but like that just jumped in my
1: head there well, it's part of their season it's, uh, yeah it's, it's a huge
2: part of their season like i've never been higher on a team like never been higher on a team in from this division than i am washington but like that's just a demoralizing way to start through season to be honest.
0: Yeah. Crazy to me. And Ron Rivera is such a good dude. Anyway, like I feel like players really like playing for Ron Rivera. So like Montez Sweat, go get your, your needle, bro. Like God, yeah. but, but Bo, like you have been talking about, you've been kind of teasing us throughout all our other podcasts, you know, about having this like affection for, for Washington. Do you want to kind of give us your outlook? You want to talk about this squad a little bit? Yeah,
2: dude, I'm, I just love their defense. Like, I think their defense yeah. is going to be, like, one of the hardest to run or pass against. I think I won't be surprised if they're a top five defense. They could be a top three defense. They could be the best defense in the league, honestly. Chase yeah. Young, don't even need to say much about Chase Young, but Chase yeah. Young is just an absolute monster. Unbelievable. I can only see him getting better. Loved how much respect and, like, uh, reverence he gave to Brady, uh, Brady when they met up in the playoffs and how badly he wanted to play against Brady, I think that just speaks to how, how good of a player, how great of a player he could be and how great of a player he wants to be. Uh, Jonathan Allen I love. Darren Payne I love. Montez Sweat, he gets vaccinated. I love that guy. <laughs> um, Jonathan John, Allen I mean,
0: just inked a big deal, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, four-year, four year, big deal. Like $70, million, 70 million or something.
2: Good, you earned it, man. You but were on it was,
0: vacation, Bo.
2: Yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, soaking up with no service. Uh, Jamin Davis, my my defensive rookie of the year candidate, and like my best bet for defensive rookie of the year. Um, I just think they're going to be so good, and their secondary is good too. Like, I don't know if you look at the way that they've constructed this team, it's basically saying we're gonna uh, we're gonna stop you on defense, like. Any, any play you want to run, we have something for it. And then also, like, offensively, I actually don't hate it. Like, Curtis Samuel coming in. Terry McLaughlin's already there. Adam Humphreys isn't horrible. Antonio Gibson, I think, is, is one of the, like, could have a huge breakout season. I think he could be one of the better running backs in the league this year. Not just carrying the ball, but also catching it. I just love their roster. I like Ron Rivera a ton, too. I think uh, I love his aggression. Um, he's, it's just one of those teams that I think is going to be tough to beat. And in November, December, they're going to be one of those teams. You're just like, God, I hate playing these guys. Like there's no, like, it doesn't feel good betting against those guys late in the season. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I'm super high on Washington. I don't think they're, I think they're the one, they're the clear number one in this division. Um, but I could see the giants outperforming if things break well for them. But oh. yeah, I, I I don't know. I, I I really really like Washington. I would say they're they're
1: the division winner for me. That, that hey Bo, that's interesting for when we get to the win totals here for these four teams. I I hey, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, defense looks good. Fitzpatrick, you know.
2: He's going he'll
1: to be just, solid, like stuff, but he'll be good. Like he's good. Up, up and down last
2: year, but he, I think he's I think he's one of those guys that you can kind of bank on.
1: But it, yeah, hey, they played Tampa tough in the playoff game.
0: Like, they did, they, they did, really did.
1: And, Yeah, Heineke
0: you know, Heineke Tyler, Taylor yeah, Heineke. Oh my
1: god, yeah, yeah, and like yeah, the Ohio State receiving combo makes me sick. But <laughs> you can't, you gotta like McLaurin and Samuel, yeah, as two of your guys, like McLaurin's. He's really good. so good. He's really sure-handed. good. He's really so sure-handed.
0: sure-handed. He's really good. He, him and Debo Samuel are like have similarities to their games in a lot of ways. Yeah. I find.
1: I think yeah, yeah. I think even he, he, yeah, Curtis Samuel. I mean, Debo, Debo Samuel, Samuel know,
2: like strikes a little bit more fear into my heart. No, yeah, I'm, I'm talking
0: Debo. I'm, I'm talking Debo. I know Debo's like bigger and stronger. I, I think of like McLaurin. Yeah. And Debo and AJ Brown. I know AJ Brown's hype is out of control now, but they're like three guys who are like it could go any which way. They're gonna be really solid for their careers or they're gonna blow up and be like wide receiver ones, like and and I if I had to bet, like McLaurin has the ability to kind of be that guy, even though he's a little undersized. Yeah. Um and wow. if you get a good he, although like, you know, Fitz can put up numbers, but like if you end up paired up with a good a good quarterback.
1: Just and it could have sorry, not to like make it Ohio State thing, but like it could have been Dwayne Haskins as their quarterback, throwing it to yeah. Samuel and McLaurin, right? Just just crazy how that all works. But um, uh, Big win getting him off the team, though. Yes, huge win. That yeah. is Not
0: a Ron Rivera guy. He would not have been vaxxed, I'll tell you that right I
1: would have to <laughs> agree. Uh, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I like this team. I mean, I wish they could come up with a team name to replace their racist one that they had before, but I guess Washington football team works for now um i'm kind I, of in i'm kind of in on football team like it yeah.
2: kind of it feels like soccer a little bit right like yeah, the yeah. fc like are we yeah. gonna say ft at some point W-F-T. I don't know.
1: Yeah. yeah all right all right i can listen to that uh like dan snyder obviously deplorable human being yeah. um but you know washington being good is fun right like that's they, they have I feel like they're good for a Monday nighter, like a good Monday nighter every year or a good Sunday nighter. Like FitzPatrick out there flinging balls, like either throwing picks or throwing touchdowns, like I'm in. I certainly don't like any of the other three teams, so yeah. let's go with Washington. This defense is going to give him a lot of chances too. If he, for sure. he's, he has he
2: has the ability to make some mistakes more than he's had in probably any other
1: uh stop in his career. Yeah. Boom, anything? anything else on Washington?
0: I think I think um, Bo's optimism being rooted in the defense is not far-fetched, and I think it's totally reasonable. I agree that their ceiling as a defense is top of the league kind of ceiling. I think they're well-coached. I like some of the pieces on offense. I don't think their offense is quite there yet, though, to be, like, lethal. I also like uh, – I like the tight end who they also just inked. Um, Logan, Logan Thomas? Logan Thomas. I think he's actually really solid. Like, he's kind of just like yeah. his career is just starting, even though he's like in his 30s. But I I like him.
1: Yeah. He's um, been in the league a while.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't know what his, his deal is. You never know with tight ends, right? He could have been a fencer wow. previously.
1: He played quarterback at Virginia Tech when Michigan, Michigan played them in the Sugar Bowl. And he oh, looked shit. like Andre the Giant taking snaps. I remember that. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's awesome. Yeah. Why well, we got you here, Cap.
1: Well, you, well Scott
0: must have uh Scott the, hit the under that game.
1: The luckiest win in Michigan's career or in the last ten years for Michigan, and it also falsely sent them that they were on like a path to doing anything good, and then they just started sucking again, even though they should have lost that game. Whatever. Mm-hmm. God, boom, I love a quarter. Boom. Love...
2: I'm a little I'm a little surprised that you're not as high on Antonio Gibson. Any reason why?
0: Uh I think he's like He's a really good pass catcher for a running back. Um, I I guess I'm just trying to kind of temper expectations because I feel like the whole world is, like, really on him right now. And I just – I want to see a little more first. I think there's a lot of dynamic running back athletes. And um, he's solid for sure. But we'll see. I'm just not, like, over the moon for him yet. I got to see more. Um, And I think I also – like, I've seen – both sides of, of Fitzpatrick, right? Like, like, yeah, true. like I was cheering for him and Jameis in tandem one season, and he was awesome for the for those four games. But um, I also saw that he's Ryan Fitzpatrick, and that was over two seasons ago. So, so like as we've talked about Daniel Jones being the big question mark for New York, like I'm kind of processing as as you're talking. Um, I would rather have Daniel Jones playing quarterback for my really? team. Um, yeah, because I think he has a higher, s- not like I'd rather be a younger player who yeah. has, has some promise potentially to go one way. I guess I guess Washington needs to win games like they're planning to now. win games right now. Yeah. I, I, I guess I'm just not sold. Like it, like it sounds like listening to myself.
2: I think yeah. I, th- I think that's what it is for me for Washington. It's like it's beyond a make and break make or break year for them. It's basically saying we have this incredible defense we need to win like this that we need to start winning some games this year. Like they, it's, they're basically throwing a year of development away with their quarterback position. Um, yeah. Not really addressing it at all.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Like it depends how much forward thinking you are and how much it's all about right now. Cause yeah. Cause it doesn't seem like they're, they're offering much of a solution considering how young and talented their D is. And even some of their, their offensive players are like, I'm a little surprised they didn't address the quarterback position um, a little more drastically, but yeah. uh, we'll see. Like they certain like that defense is vicious. Like you guys yeah. said, they could they easily they almost they were the felt like the closest team to knocking off the Bucks next to the Packers in the postseason. Yeah. Like Tampa was kind of on their heels a little bit. It was a slugfest. It was an ugly game that wildcard game. Yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. I, I mean, they're probably the best team in the division. I I would agree and.
2: DVOA, I'm just looking it up in the background here. Um, even though they were only seven or nine, they're ranked third in by defense in DVOA, like
0: filthy defense.
2: They're really good. To, and, and literally you third, third on defense, thirty second on offense.
0: Yeah. So 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 like the first thing I said when you asked me I was like I don't know if the offense is quite there yet, right? Like I'm not seeing enough to yeah. like like I do believe it's awfully difficult. To be successful in the NFL, if you're even if you're great in one area, but you're not yeah, no horrible, continuity. horrible in the other area, yeah, 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 like,
2: the, did, like not did, competent, yeah,
1: they had like no continuity at quarterback last year, right? Like, sure. fucking like Taylor yeah. Heineke was a starter for the, in the playoff game, and yeah. you know, a little about Fitzpatrick. he's better, and they still yeah. actually you just have to win the division, yeah, you just have yeah. to be better than the other three teams, you like. It's you don't need to be super high on them in order for them to make the playoffs. It's just just the way it's all worked. I act, yeah, I, I hear you, call. I, I see what you mean for sure. But if that offense catches up even a little bit, like 20s, they're good.
2: late, like, like mid 20s offense, they're a they're a much better team. Yeah. Curtis
0: Samuel is a great joystick, great weapon, pickup. weapon to bring out. I, I really like him. Yeah. Um, and again, they're well coached. I think Fitzpatrick and and Ron Rivera is a nice little pairing there of two like mature, intelligent guys. I'll tell you this: Fitzpatrick is not starting every game for them, and he's gonna yeah, be he's gonna be a healthy on the bench with a headset, um, and Heineke's gonna come in or something. Because um, I just will tell you, he's gonna hit some ruts, and they're gonna if they're in win now mode, which it's, it sounds like you believe they are, and I think most people do, then they're gonna have to make a change if they want to you know win in the immediate future. Because at some point, at some point. Uh, Fitzmagic or Fitzpatrick will show his his inconsistency, you know. Yeah,
2: I, honestly, like I think, especially looking at where their defense is right now, I think this was like a dark horse team for me that moved up for Justin Fields. Um,
0: oh, that perfect. that would have
2: changed like absolutely changed everything here, and we, we're talking about this is a. Challenging for the NFC East type of
0: team, but would have yeah, been perfect.
2: Justin Fields would have been perfect on this yeah. team. So, yeah.
0: But yeah, I think like like that more or less. I think sums up Washington football team. Scott, did you have anything additionally you want to add about this squad? Or are you feeling you got some uh, numbers you want to talk to us about of a different no, not, variety?
1: Not too much. I, I yeah, I like them. I like them. We'll, yeah. We'll see what happens. I don't love them, but I like them, and I like them enough in this division. That's
0: about it. Cool. Well, um, in terms of how this division shakes out, I have my predictions. I have Washington winning the division at ten and seven. I have the Giants and Dallas, Dallas both finishing at eight and nine, and I have the Eagles at five and twelve. Mm. In that order, that's kind of my predictions. So I don't know uh, what you guys have to share with us.
2: I'm basically the exact same as you i've got I've got Washington winning just like I think I had them, like eleven and six um mm. I think Dallas or no sorry not Dallas. um the Giants I had at maybe nine and eight and then Dallas at like seven and ten and then I thought the Eagles were gonna be horrible three and what is it 14. uh fourteen yeah
1: yeah I had the Eagles bad too like four and thirteen kind of thing so from the top i'll oh I'll barely give the nose like have uh, Dallas nose ahead of Washington, you know. Both in the one of them eleven and six or ten and seven, but both right there. I'll, I'll take the Giants to actually just creep under five hundred eight and nine like Colin had for the record here, guys. If you guys want to, uh, I have the over unders here if you want to hear them. So Dallas, yeah. the the over under is nine and a half. Um uh the Giants are six and a half, so like oh there's
2: some value there, yeah, yeah, there's some
1: value, although I get, they must be worried about you know everyone hating the coach <laughs> the Eagles at six and a half, and the what? unders plus one twenty like
0: everyone loves Philly if you put Philly at like three and a half, then like all of Philadelphia would be mortgaging their houses on that. we might have a real estate crisis specifically located <laughs> in that that city
1: but getting Uh, that getting that juice at plus 120 under the six and a half like they could be not even as bad as i think they're going to be and go like six and eleven and and you win that bet like okay sign me up um and the last one is washington who are at eight and a half so you know basically projected rate as a 500 team kind of just depends on who you like and um and yeah so like i said I, i would just have Give Dallas the slight nod, even though could never trust them. And Best, with, best bet is Eagles under six and a half. Like, I think so. I think so.
0: Yeah, like we, if anything, we've kind of talked our way into that collectively here by just breaking these teams down, right? It's a helpful process, if, if not for anything other than that, to get a our, our read about how we feel. And we're, we're all under that. Like you, it seemed like you guys were surprised I had the Eagles win in five games, and that's still yeah. under, under the line by what, a game and a half.
2: So maybe we should we we should bet on that so we have a reason to talk about the Eagles every week. So,
1: yeah, guys, here's the here's the division odds. Dallas plus 110, Washington plus 260.
0: Ooh, the Eagles both. and Whoa. the
1: Giants are plus 450.
0: Like I, I would like a taste on the Giants. Like I'm having trouble putting Washington even that much ahead of the Giants cuz I'm starting to we've talked me myself into them a little bit. That's
2: I don't fair. I don't mind that. I th- like I think the Giants' defense is a step back, but not a huge step back from Washington. Well,
0: well, and the offense is potentially advanced too. Like they are very close; those two teams are comparable. That's the matchup I'm most excited to see. Actually, yeah. is the Giants versus Football Team? I hope Dak's healthy because obviously, in that case, like that offense could be pretty prolific. And yeah. like Cap obviously has them winning, as does Vegas. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll certainly all be watching because we'll have no choice. Um, <laughs> that will be the NFC East as it is every year. So hopefully we get some excitement. Hopefully Devonta Smith is playing for the Eagles. Um, and hopefully you enjoyed listening to us banter as we do here at Bucks banter, uh, discussing the NFC East and some of the players we like, those we don't like the coaches. We don't like Scott. Oh, uh, thank okay. you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. We will be back on uh, Bucks report for our live show uh, this coming Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. As I said off the top, please check us out on Twitter, at Bucks Banter. But most importantly, our YouTube channel, if you could like and subscribe what you are seeing and listening to. That is the most helpful. Um, thank you very much for listening. Go hard. Go deep. Go Bucks.